0: It's a gap. It's just part of my message. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, we, we play so well at home, and there's and there's just too big of a gap in our road games. Yeah, we're, we're conscious of it. We've we'll, um, got a long flight home to to continue to talk about it, think about it.
1: Honestly, it's just unacceptable at this point. Uh, there's no excuse for it. Uh, it's mind-boggling. I don't understand why we're not playing well and why we're not coming together on the road. Um, it's something that we need to look at. And get better because we got to go on the road next week.
0: Oh, hell. Uh, Dallas is America's team. Mike McCarthy is Michael Holly's coach. And as of last Monday, Dak Dak Prescott was my quarterback. I mean, we just played it in the best of from last week where I'm like, oh, Let me take back all the things I said about Dak Prescott. Let me think as the facts change. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Why didn't you stop me is the question. Not why did I do that? Why didn't you stop me? Why did you sit there and nod in agreement and let me get off that freezing cold take, which hasn't aged well in all a matter of (laughs) a week? Because just when I was ready to ride for the Cowboys, just when I was talking now, thankfully. I didn't go and put them in the Super Bowl conversation. That's still reserved for San Francisco for me, as you know. Thankfully, like I didn't go too far. For once, Michael Smith didn't go too far and over his skis and put his foot in his mouth as deep as he usually does. In this instance, all I said was, Dak looks like a new quarterback. And then they go to Buffalo, and they look like they got, they got San Francisco'd in Buffalo. So I, I blame, honestly, I blame you. They did. I blame you. I blame nah, don't, you. Blame I, I blame don't blame you me. Don't blame me. it's your job to stop me. It's your job to stop me. No, hey, Mike, no, it's not. Pump the brakes. It's still early December. They still got to go to Buffalo, the team that nobody wants to play in the AFC right now. Right.
1: Right. I, I love that. I love that look. That look right there. That look on that face of that Cowboys fan says it all. But it says it all. But then I'm a little confused, Mike. I'm, I'm confused by this fan here. This great fan. I'm also confused by Micah Parsons, who says, was that, was, did he say it was mind-boggling? It's mind-boggling. Yeah. What, like, You're confused what, I, okay. that he
0: was confused?
1: Yeah, yeah, hey, hey man, it ain't mind-boggling at all. Before we, I'm not even going to get into the all the, the boring stuff of, hey, until the Cowboys can go to San Francisco and the playoffs and beat, no. Until the Cowboys can get to the Super Bowl, No. Until Jerry Jones can prove that he can build a Super Bowl team, no. Here it is. It's very simple. If you got a regular season assignment Dallas, you got a regular season assignment. Show up the same way on the road that you do at home. It's very simple. It's not mind-boggling at all. At home, they're a fantastic team. At on the road, they're mediocre. They're not to be counted on. They they are they are uh They're pretenders and no great pretenders at that. Okay. They're just pretenders. So until they do something on the road, not even against a quality opponent until they just play the same way on the road that they do at home, I can't even take them seriously. So they're very entertaining. I like them. Uh, They have some players who are entertaining on the field and off talking about you, Micah Parsons, love your podcast. Like, come on. Well, I, when
0: it really comes well, it, down to it,
1: you can't take it Well, that's the, the thing.
0: The quality opponent, and I think Buffalo deserves a lot of credit here. We'll get to them in a second. Buffalo's riding in the form at the right time, which is always the idea. Um, as I said in my feed, for once a Brady is giving a boost to Buffalo. This this this, mm-hmm. this coordinator change has done wonders for Josh Allen the Bills. But your, the point about the, the level of opponent... I think what Dallas has to be careful of is not letting this become a thing, even though it is a thing. Does that make sense? Like, it's a thing, but it can't be a thing in terms of, like, on a move-forward basis because they're going to be on the road yeah. in the playoffs. The question is, are they going to be right. on the road at least early on? At least early on. Like, yeah. they got nothing yeah. about San Francisco. I have not wavered <laughs> from that. But, no, but I'm saying, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I didn't finish it. I didn't, I didn't finish the statement. I beg your pardon at least early on against a good against a good team. Like they're going to have to take they're not going to win the division at this rate because Philly should even though they got the Giants twice and the <laughs> Giants are no over at this rate. Philly should. I could have told you that last week. I could have told you no, before. Well, no, look, but, but Dallas is still week, Dallas. But Michael, but last I week I could told you that no, last, but last, week. Week, no, but last week. No, but last week, but it's more about Philly for me. Who well, they got their own problems. Our old buddy Matt Patricia on yeah, the defense now. They got their own problems. Yeah. But Philly Philly had to win out against what on paper is a favorable schedule. We know how looking at the schedule and assuming we know what that does how that dangerous. makes an ass out yeah. of you, me, and there? everybody else. Right. So that, so dangerous. last week, it wasn't as much of a given. But Dallas looking like they did yesterday. And Philly, we'll see about Jalen Hurts. We'll see how they, if they finish strong, what have you. Again, the Cardinals, I believe, are the other team on their schedule. Like, the Cardinals are no pushover either unless they're playing San Francisco. But anyway... Dallas has got to go on the road in the playoffs. What is the caliber of, of opponent to your point that they're going to face on the road? Because if they're facing and I don't I don't have it on in front of me and I'm not even going to I don't know all the scenarios, but if it would be Tampa the NFC South champion. There you go. If they're facing an yeah, NFC South champion and hey, shout out to Baker Mayfield Baker. second perfect passer rating in, in the history of Lambeau Field uh, first opponent to do it. Shout out to Baker Mayfield, but if they're facing Tampa on the road which they've done that before in the playoffs, have they not? If they're facing yeah. Tampa on the road, I'm not, I'm not intimidated if I'm a member of the Cowboys or a Cowboys fan by their prospects on the road against a Tampa, as I would be against San Francisco or Philadelphia, oh, despite the road rules in the regular season. That you understand? It. My, it was a long way. It took me a while I, to get there. I you understand you. where I'm coming from. Yeah.
1: I understand where you're coming from, but I, I, what I'm saying is. I don't care who the opponent is. Mm -hmm. I need to see Dallas be Dallas on (laughs) the road, period. It's it's not like I expect them to, oh, if they're playing Tampa on the road, I trust that they're going to be great. And then I'm a little fearful if they got Philly or San Francisco on the road. No, no. I don't trust them on the road until they prove they're trustworthy on the road. So that as simple as that, they're under 500 right. for a reason. I, I don't know if it's a, they're just not prepared as well. Uh, you know, if it's, is it a grass thing, grass, grass turf. I don't know how they're psyching themselves out. East coast, West coast,
0: whatever okay. it is. So so okay. Let's 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 take. They lost to the Cardinals infamously when their offensive line was decimated. Not an excuse, just a reason. They lost okay. to San Francisco who we both know they got nothing for San Francisco. All right. And nothing for them. They lost a close one at Philadelphia. Exactly. I mean, thank you for coming around. Thank you for coming around. But Mike, who, I now mean, that really? you've come around to see it. Wait, can I still sing R. Kelly? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but thank you for coming nah, around to nah. see it in my way. Anyway. Right. Okay. They, moving on. They lost at Philadelphia. You're not going to a close game. They Dallas that okay. game. They cowboyed up for the raw it's in the wrong mis- way
1: at, at Philadelphia.
0: But again, at Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. Go on, uh, I'm looking at the other road games. And in Buffalo, that's it uh, to speak of. I'm not naming. I'm not, I'm not counting the road game against the Giants. You know, I mean, of course you beat the Giants on the road. Of course they beat the Chargers on the road. You know, um, that was a tough game. Of course for they beat the too. Pan- that was a tough game. It was. They beat the Panthers on the road. So I'm talking about the, the, the notable yeah. road games. The losses are Arizona when their offensive line was, was decimated, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and at Buffalo. So one could argue that they simply have played better teams, which goes back to my point wow. about in the playoffs, they'll face better teams on the road in, you know, for argument's sake, I'll say at Philadelphia, definitely in San Francisco if they get that far. But to start out, if they're playing Tampa, with all due respect to Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield and the job that they've done, if I'm Dallas, I ain't scared of Tampa. I don't think it's a, they're a different team on the road. I think they faced better teams on the road and lost. Maybe they are who they are on the road. Because if you look at their home schedule, it'll probably play out the same way. If you're at home and you're playing inferior competition, like the Patriots, for example, that was a home game, right? Like the Patriots. um, Seahawks. You know, they... The Giants, you know, like, yeah, the Commanders, that's who they played at home. So maybe they're not, maybe, they maybe the real thing is. But they beat Philly. Yeah, they, they beat Philly. Did they they beat Philly? Philly. No, they did. But I guess, and Seattle, who's competitive. But what I'm saying is, maybe it's less about Dallas being a different team on the road than they are at home. Maybe it's actually more about Dallas being not as good as they are at home. Maybe that's not who they really are. You know what I mean? Maybe they just... Maybe there's somewhere in between the juggernaut that they seem to be at home and the pretenders that you called them on the road. Maybe they're somewhere in the middle. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's it. I, and maybe, uh, maybe it's just this that they 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 lack. A, a, I don't and I don't think it's talent. I don't think they lack the talent to to be. Uh, well, they can't consistent. afford to lose a
0: Zach Martin. They can't afford to lose Zach Martin. That's 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 a yeah. big that's a big thing. That's a common. But, denominator. but what is that? Oh yeah, Zach Martin. Uh, what would he? What would
1: he do yesterday against James Cook? I mean, Great point. Like, right, they were Great just, point. They were just getting <laughs> right up to right, getting pushed right around, up the getting punked. They the got punked. See, at the, they sure did. Yeah, and on that's, both lines of and scrimmage we see they that. got punked. We've seen that. We've seen that. Now that didn't happen on the road in Philadelphia. They lost no, but Philadelphia. It to Philadelphia. No, in San Francisco. That's what always
0: happens
1: in San Francisco. San <laughs> Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco did it to them. Yeah and Buffalo did yeah. it to but, but But as I said, Mike, um, you know, with all respect, San Francisco does that against everybody.
0: Right? So, I'm going to come yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're, don't, don't try to butter me up. So, we're going to come back to that. But before we get back to Dak, I do want to ask you this, because you've also had a history with Buffalo. Are you buying into this Buffalo thing? Like, it's shaping up for week 18. First of all, Buffalo like they were trying to exercise some demons yesterday. It looked like they was play- they played that game for Jim Kelly and Bruce Smith and Scott Norwood and Thurman Thomas and Andre Reid and Marvin Levy. Like, it looked like they had some shit to get off their chest yesterday. But it's shaping up for Buffalo to face Miami with the AFC East title on the line in Week 18. Are you buying into Buffalo? Because I know how skeptical you've traditionally been of the Buffalo yeah. Bills. No,
1: I, I, I buy into – you know who I buy I into too. with Buffalo? Josh Allen. Who? I just buy into Josh Allen. I I am a Josh Allen consumer. I'm a consumer of of that product. But everything else about the team, no, I don't don't trust Buffalo. At this time of year, Michael, you know, I'm just starting to get to the point. Do I trust you or not? In, in, In my sports teams, in my relationships, in my everyday, just my everyday interactions, my everyday errands, it's do I trust this or not? Do I trust you ways when you tell me to go down that road? I, I don't know. I don't trust it. Do I hmm. trust this team? Do I trust this head coach?
0: Do you trust this I do not... Let's Let's have the conversation. Uh, uh, yes. Always. Oh, uh, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, of course. I, but but of course. But of course.
1: <laughs> always, always.
0: Always. always. Right. Let's talk. Hey, listen. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's put it on the table. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> deep. That was deep. It. deep. Yeah, that was deep. That's it. I like, so, I like that. So, no, I, I don't. I don't, trust,
1: I don't trust the Buffalo Bills, though. So, no, uh, I'm not buying it because they, they've done this. They've done this. They get you to the point. It, first of all, they shouldn't be in this position. And now they're playing catch-up. It's just too hard to play catch-up as impressive as they were yesterday. And I love when people say, nobody wants to play Buffalo. Well, we don't have to. I, we may I'll not have yeah. <laughs> to right. yeah,
0: right. because if, no, if actually, everything holds, they're going to be Especially watching. We do want to play them. <laughs> Right. But actually, we do want to play them because nobody, I don't care who I play because if I don't, like, I want to be in the playoffs. Damn who you play. Like, that whole attitude. like, nobody wants to play them. Like, no, I would like to be in a position to play yeah. whoever because they have a seven of us going. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm, not, right. I'm not in the business of being like, oh, I want to avoid them. Like, no, I'm trying to get there. And that's my point about the NFC. Right now,
1: right now, they're nine. You
0: have They're nine and there's seven th- of us. Okay, but you have three wildcard teams all led by a backup quarterback. Jacksonville's probably gonna be looking at a backup quarterback this week and they haven't been consistently great Congratulations, Kansas City. You beat what's left of the New England Patriots. They got their problems other than Baltimore who we both been You know on that train other than Baltimore yeah. talk about trust Ain't nobody else to trust because Miami like Miami got the, what's the, okay if the Cowboys can't run on the road Miami don't be good teams At least not consistently so it's like, right. you know, who are you sitting up there? Actually, like I told you before Cleveland's deep hell. Cleveland might be the team. I trust the most. I trust Cleveland, Cleveland to fight. travels. If nothing else, Cleveland, Cleveland will fight. They, they will fight you. That's right. Cle- like Cleveland will show up. They will go toe to toe with you. They will make it interesting. It will come down to the last play probably a Dustin Hopkins field goal, but Joe Flacco, Miles Garrett and whoever else is left because I've lost track of Cleveland's injuries. They will fight you. I trust them to fight you. I trust Baltimore to beat your ass. Other than that, I can't say I trust anybody more than I, I trust uh, Buffalo, especially with well, the Josh I, Allen and now a running I know, game. Yeah, I know. I know they beat uh, Kansas City,
1: but if it came down to Kansas City versus Buffalo, are you going to go with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? I'm going to simplify it. This I'm year? Simple, you this know, year? It's more than that. I'm going with Buffalo. Andrew, Andy, Believe it or not, this year you I'm going take with Buffalo.
0: This Andy Reid, pa- right Patrick right Mahomes right now. versus
1: Sean McDermott, yes. And Josh Allen. Right here, right
0: now, right here, right now. I would take Ooh, Buffalo this year. I, I would take that. Buffalo right here, right now. I mean, on body of work. If it's body of work, sure. You're going with with and you know the people who've been there, done that, got the literally got T-shirts. But yeah, this year, yeah, because right now, week 15, give me Buffalo in terms of who I trust, who I trust, who I trust. Buffalo. That's you, who. Me, right me. Now. That's who. Buffalo. Me. Right now, Buffalo. oh uh.
1: Oh, that's good. That's that's a good call too. Good reference. Yeah, you have me go, you. Uh, going to the archives.
0: I'm good for one. Uh, I'm good for one, every now and then. But, yeah.
1: but I th- I think tell me if you agree with this. Uh, in all sports, but especially football, that like if you've won a championship and you still got your group, you still got your crew together, it hasn't been disbanded. You win a championship and everybody's gone other places, but the crew that won a championship, even if you start to go through something, you got an advantage. You got an advantage over everybody who hasn't been through that. You got an advantage that with that Kansas City, they have been the target. They have been, they've had to reinvent themselves. Their first championship team is a little different than, well, not a little different, a lot different than their second championship team. They got more defense now. They got some scars now that they've been able to overcome. They do. So they they've, tra- they've trailed in some big games, including the Super Bowl and last year, the conference championship game. Back to back, they're trailing in big games where it looks like they're going to lose and they pull it out. So I think Kansas City has, ex- has experience with being the target and still overcoming. Beckham, uh, not Beckham, <laughs> Buffalo. Shout out to my son, Beckham. Uh, but Buffalo has experience with being the target but falling short. They've just yeah. fallen short when it really matters. Yeah. So I don't trust them.
0: Okay. They're not gonna make the Fair playoffs. Enough. I want to have a very honest MVP conversation. I, want, I mean, I got, I got thoughts. I got, I got. And I, and I feel like, yeah, no, I just, just so things have been said. A lot of things have been said. That, oh,
1: I know, I know where this said. is. Oh, I can't wait. I just, hey, I, just, I can't wait for this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just. I can't to, wait.
1: I, I, I think I know it's where it's going. I think I know.
0: Yeah. I don't like where going. I'm looking gone. forward to this. I don't like the direction that it's gone, quite honestly.
1: Oh, that's that's a hell of a, you know what? That's how you do a tease without doing that old scripted factory journalism tease. That's a real tease. That's real life. That's all.
0: Dude, I think, I think Christian should be MVP. I think I, I really do believe that, you know, he does everything um, for us, runs the ball well, can catch the ball. He does everything. And so in my eyes, that's an MVP.
1: What do you think when your name's in the conversation?
0: I mean, I'm honored. Um, but man, I think, you know, I have a great team, you know, a great team around me and guys willing to make plays and stuff. So um, I'm trying to do my part and help our help our team win. And I'm very honored to hear it. But I think we just have an MVP team overall. And that is your new betting MVP favorite, Brock Purdy. What's bothering before you, This, I need to ask some questions first, and then I'll tell you. I need to ask okay. some, and and okay. I guess, first question I have, because I'm going to assume that Brock Purdy himself is not polarizing, like as a person. Like he's just plain. He's not polarizing, he's plain. Right, he's not even
1: playing. Bear- he's not playing. Right. Let me just say, better. Yeah. He's not playing. Okay,
0: he's okay. likable. He's a okay, great, likeable. great. He's okay, pla- oh, like even better, even better, even better. Okay, he's a, so he's exactly a likable. So, okay, so it's not. He's likable. Yes, about, great. I, I mean, I like, I like him. him. I wasn't. I wasn't going to assume. I like. Him. I mean, he just. He just. You know. He, you know. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not. He, him as a person. He's not polarizing. Great. Perfect. Thank you. Why is the idea? Why does the story, I'm not going to say is, I'm going to say does because it's my observation. Why does the story of the rise of Brock Purdy feel so polarizing? Why does it feel
1: that way? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. And I, 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 don't, I don't have a good answer for it because you know how I feel about MVPs. Now, you know how I feel about regular season MVPs. I don't know if it—it really goes in all sports. Refresh my memory. I, I hear. Refresh my memory. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm always fascinated to hear athletes talk about what an honor it is to win the regular season MVP award. How some guys play for it, and I respect it. I, I'm not—I don't feel sorry for them, but I just have a different mentality when I when I consume sports. I like final. Like, and i know it's it's so unfair everybody can't be a finals mvp in basketball Sure. Uh, <clears throat> they're deserving mvps in football who will never get it because they don't play quarterback they never or get they to don't the super play bowl. offense or they, or, or, or they or don't they play don't, offense or they don't get or in, or in a regular a season
0: sure. sure but in terms of, right. in terms or, of finals or super bowl your team has to get to that point and you yeah, have to have get your there. one shining moment if i could cross pollinate you know sports or sporting events but the way won, i the, a lot of, random dudes could win Super Bowl MVP, typically the best player on the best team wins finals MVP. But sometimes it's the the person who guards LeBron James, for example. But you were saying exactly. Exactly. But no, that's why. But overall, Michael,
1: it's like that line. The line is probably 30 years old. But the reason I still smile when I hear it and I still recite it is because I actually believe it to its core, Mm -hmm. the meaning of it. And it was a poet, the poet Fife
0: dog who said, I don't need a statue to tell me how nice. I, I never am. let us, that's so, my life. That's that's yeah. on my, put that on my tombstone. I never let a statue tell me how nice I am. That is the story right. of my life and career. Thank you very much. Yeah, that, it that's it. And it's yes. it. So I,
1: so it really is. It really is about, I want you, whatever you're doing, I want you to have passion. I want you to have joy in what you're doing. And if somebody recognizes that as the best, uh, in your industry, the best in your league. That's awesome. Sure. But do you really need that? Do I really get off on that? I don't. So if if, if people want to yeah. do it fine. That's why I'm not gonna get into any kind of like uh like hysterical M V P conversation. So if Brock if oh, Brock well, Purdy you. were to because if, if, Brock if he was were hysterical. to get if he were to get it Yeah, I know it is. If he were to win M V P good for him. A, 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 right. and I'm not gonna be like oh this is an injustice how it's does Doc Purdy trimester. win okay. when that that's guy great.
0: should've won and that guy well, should've that's won a relief. I'm just not i right. I'm not that dude that's a re- because you can make a case for a lot of guys Christian McCaffrey pictured 20 touchdowns best running back in the league it's like and I think I think regular season MVP matters because it's like or in both sports or in all sports but Major League Baseball a L N L, NBA, NFL, whatever. It, it, it's the body of work, the regular season body of work. It does matter. And it's a larger body of work. And it, and it's and you you are you are immortal as a regular season MVP. Like it just, it, you, you, you know, it, not that you're not for Super Bowl, but you walk into a room and you're like, former NFL MVP, it's like it's it's you know, it's your, yeah. it's your doctor, you know what I mean? It's your esquire, whatever you want to call it. Okay, yeah, what's bothering me? Here's what's bothering me Let's about the conversation around Brock Purdy. Again, now you're betting favorite as an NFL MVP after a four touchdown performance against the Arizona Cardinals in which the 49ers do what great teams do, which is beat the shit out of lesser teams. Um, and they are the first by the way team to clinch a division this season undisputed best team in the league. Argue with your mama. Okay, now Brock Purdy. <laughs> Okay, when it comes to Brock Purdy, this is, this is let, what I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go, go ahead, because I
1: feel sorry. Now I feel sorry for you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You just wanted, to, like, you wanted to get that off. I'm just, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. just saying, man. Like, I'm just, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. Go just ahead, go ahead. Take your time. But, okay. Take your time. So so just, you okay. got okay. it. Okay. All this right. this MVP conversation. Right. As it relates to Brock Purdy, maybe present company excluded, it's gone the way of the 2022 2023 NBA MVP conversation, which is off the rails, out of control, at times toxic, and devoid of all logic and objectivity. And I don't know why. Because if Brock Purdy, as you say, is likable, and he has a story of coming from Mr. Irrelevant, one would think that everybody would be rooting for Brock Purdy instead and I don't know if it's just the, the culture that we live in the media culture that we live in the take culture that we live in it honestly feels feels like it's less about Brock Purdy and it's more about And this is coming from somebody who likes being right I usually am it's more about picking wow. a side. So go back to last year's MVP race in the NBA. The Jokic Embiid long ago stopped, be, stopped being about yeah. the players and how good they are. It's about everything but up. how good they are, right? That was ugly. About everything but that how good. ugly. It was ugly. It turned really. It was ugly that was nasty. And it was, intellect- it was intellectually and historically dishonest and inaccurate respectively, okay? That's number one. So now fast forward to this because I got a research assignment for myself and anybody who has the time or the inclination to follow along with me. I challenge you, let's just say it's a quarterback award, okay? Or an offensive player award at best, but more, more often than not a quarterback award. I challenge you to find me the quarterback who won MVP, who was not benefiting from a really good offensive line, a really good play caller, a really good running game, And really good wide receivers. Because more often than not, not only is it a quarterback award, it's a quarterback on a winning team award. It's a quarterback on a, more often than not, just anecdotally, number one-ish seed team award. It never goes to, for example, a Deshaun Watson who led the league in passing on a four-win Texans team. It doesn't work that way.
1: Not lately. You can go back now. Historically, you can find that. You can find that sure. MVP. me. Ooh. I'm sure but, you can. I I'm sure there sure are. In the last 25 a years, one MVP. In the last 20 years, you can't. Right, right. Ooh. A kicker won MVP. In the last 20, okay, but, but that's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame
0: on everybody. Right. Uh, so we're
1: strictly talking, right. uh, so yeah. talking about. But in the last generation, about you quarterbacks.
0: Can. I'm strictly right. talking about quarterbacks. Am I talking about running backs? I'm talking about Adrian Peterson running for 2,000 yards, right. or or Barry Sanders when he wanted, or Emmitt Smith when he wanted. You know, if Christian McCaffrey wins it. Sure, but he's also got a really good offensive line, a really good play caller, okay, as well, all right? He's on a better team than he was in Carolina. Nobody was talking about Christian frickin' McCaffrey as MVP when he was in Carolina. That's how it works. So now, let's just take yesterday's Buffalo-Dallas game. Let's just take that game, okay? And two other perennial MVP candidate quarterbacks. One of them, Josh Allen, said, quote, I feel like the kid who gets an A in the group project and I didn't do anything. If I'm not mistaken, he didn't throw for 100 yards. The star of the game was his running back. The other stars of the game was his defense. He benefited from having a great team and he only had to make a couple of plays here and there. Not that Josh Allen doesn't typically carry an enormous load for the Buffalo Bills, but yesterday in a winning effort, he did not have to. His counterpart, Dak Prescott. You know what Dak Prescott looked like yesterday? He looked like every other quarterback whose offensive line can't block. That's what Dak Prescott looked like yesterday. They are all dependent on their circumstances. Every single one of them. And not one of them has ever done anything without good receivers, without quarterback, without a good coach, without a good play well, caller, and without protection. None of them. Full stop. Some of them do more with less, some of them. Some of them are elevators. Yeah. Some of them are as Charles Barkley and them like to say, bus drivers. Sure. So just sidebar because I wasn't here last week. I get where Cam Newton was generally coming from. I disagree with the negative connotation associated with game manager. It's the number one job of the quarterback is to manage the game. But I understand in general what he meant about guys that are difference makers and that you have to prepare for differently that are less associated with the system. But this just in. All of them are system quarterbacks. All successful quarterbacks are system quarterbacks. And I'd have thought the Brock Purdy bullshit would have, it would have ended with the number of people, I ain't the first person to say this, who pointed out that several of his predecessors in San Francisco never had the fact they threw to some of the all-time best players in NFL history and was coached by some of the greatest minds in NFL history, and they never had their body of work denigrated or disrespected the way that Brock Purdy does and my suspicion. They did, they did. Joe Montana Joe. Ma- okay. Well, you they know, did in the mo- a, in the moment. Bad- okay. Okay. Wait, I'm glad you said it. okay. I'll tell you when it did because I told you before. Hold on. Let me let me cook. Hold on one second I told you before in elementary school. I used to check out the same book from the library. I told you the story every day. It was a paperback book. It had a split it was Dan Marino Joe Montana. As foreshadowing to what my career was going to be, I used to argue on behalf of Dan Marino. And you know what I used to argue? I used to argue that if Dan Marino had Joe Montana's circumstances, he'd be winning four Super Bowls. So yes, when it comes to arguing or for, somebody's, or for somebody's benefit, whether it's Brady and Manning or Marino and Montana, people will always point to the circumstances that that, or Emma Smith and Barry Sanders, they will always point to the circumstances that that person is benefiting from. And that brings me to my problem with the Purdy argument the Purdy the anti Purdy MVP crowd. It feels like it ain't about what we're seeing. It's not about the plays he's making. It's not about the passes he's completing. It's not about the efficiency in which he's performing. It's about being right. Because it feels like much like Embiid and Jokic last year. It's about taking a position and no matter the evidence to the contrary arguing that position. Because it's that could be be, that's That's what it feels like. Because if you're just judging Brock Purdy on performance, which I thought it was supposed to be about, he's clearly in the MVP conversation. And all the reason I stopped short of saying he is the MVP is because I don't think it's unanimous. I don't think there's a I don't think you can go wrong if you decided to give it to this person or that person. But to say that Brock th- this I, I don't understand why we are still having conversations I I or takes about Brock Purdy just being some flash in the pan system quarterback. He is a cold-blooded MFer. Full stop. Yeah. Stop discrediting the dude. Stop talking about how oh because they, they're all that way. Zach Martin's on the sideline yesterday, how'd Dak Prescott look? How Josh Adam look when he had a defense in a running game. He guess what he did. He managed the game. I it is so intellectually dishonest and it pisses me off to hear people can say things about Brock Purdy that just like wait a second. Like what is it about Brock Purdy? That's making people lose their damn minds because that's what it feels like. Well, like the dude's good. He belongs as MVP favorite. Why are we trying to discredit such a great heartwarming feel good story? Why? Well, uh, let, me, let me give you a couple of potential
1: answers. Now, you said one of them. You tapped on one of them uh, in, in the beginning of your commentary when you said, "I don't know if it's the culture, and the culture that we're in now, the way things, the the way we look at things now, uh, as opposed to before." And people haven't changed that much, but the technology has changed. So, when Joe Montana was winning MVPs, there was the same cynics were out there. The same people said, hey, he's a product of the system. He's not that good. Where would he be without Jerry Rice? Where would he be without Bill Walsh? The problem was, problem or good internet. thing was we, we didn't have internet. as many outlets. Right. Yeah. So you had to guess. You had to guess. A lot of people were guessing what the nation thought. And so now the nation is popping no, up no, all over there's the place. No things on we, got, this side. We, we we got there, yeah we got no more talkers. Side, we right. got we got more commentators now. And more we're hearing from them, yeah. and yes. we're saying, yes. "Oh God, I, I wish right. I had just let you be quiet." Because now right. what you're saying is more nonsensical. Pe- more on I making it seem. I like, had to guess the prevailing yeah. wisdom.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I had to, I had, I had
1: to guess. I had to guess before. Now I don't. But here's the other thing with Brock Purdy, and, and it really comes down to how you feel about MVPs. So, we all know it's a quarterback centric award. It is a quarterback heavy award. You got to do something phenomenal. You got to reach some type of milestone. It's arbitrary in its own right to be an MVP. To be a running back, an MVP, you probably got to cross 2,000 yards. You got to score 30 touchdowns. You got to do maybe 2,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. For a wide receiver, you got to cross 2,000 yards. Uh, For a tight end, you got to get 2,500 yards. I mean, you have to do certain things at other positions. At quarterback, you've got to have a really good season. Uh, presumably on a really good team. And we have lived with that. And so when we see quarterbacks win it, Lamar Jackson, they do something spectacular. We think they have running ability and throwing ability. Patrick Mahomes, elite throwing ability, just elite skills and tools. And with Brock Purdy, now we start to criticize the system that we've accepted for other people because we don't think he's dynamic enough. So he is doing, he's doing the job. But it's not right. in a way that makes people go, "Oh, wow!" It mm-hmm. makes people say, "Well,
0: and he just so threw you that saying, little pass to Debo." So what you're saying is, we're the the moving the way. goalposts. We're moving the yes. goalposts because I thought Absolutely. it was numbers. He's got the numbers. I thought it was wins. Yes. He's got the wins. It's like, but so now Lamar seeing. Jackson. When Lamar Jackson was in the it was was the MVP right. conversation, it was like. Oh, oh, right. The test. I oh, know. well, Lamar Jackson doesn't have the numbers. It's like make up your mind. And I know you get upset when I invoke Tom Brady, but Brock Purdy is. I will continue to bring up Tom Brady. No, because he continues to replicate Tom Brady's story in so many ways. The first time I said it was, I remember post game on the field in Seattle on that Thursday night game last year. Because I'm like, yo, this I've seen this movie before, where a an unheralded quarterback galvanizes a team. In a way that defies expectation or description and I've said this before this to me is about expectation. This is about wanting to be right or wanting to draw a line in the sand or plant your flag on a take just for the sake of at this point to me being contrarian because if you want to say somebody else is deserving of MVP I don't mind that. But don't discredit the person in the process. That's what was happening last year with Embiid, again, Embiid and Jokic. It was in the, in the interest of getting Embiid a lifetime achievement award NBA MVP. Let's discredit Nikola Jokic and the people who vote for him. Likewise, in this situation, it's like, bro, like if you want to say McCaffrey or Dak or Lamar or anybody else, Allen, anybody else MVP, I'm not going to begrudge you for that. But don't sit up here and act like Brock Purdy is just along for the ride. okay? But going back to Brady, Not only has he galvanized this team in a way that Brady did when he first took over. You want to talk about no new things under the sun. I remember when Tom Brady, you remember this. He threw sideways. Game manager was the pejorative used for Tom Brady early in his career until at a certain point he was just undeniable. So that's what he got to be. He just got, Brock Purdy's got to be undeniable because at a certain point these people who think that he is just a product of the system, instead of the ultimate conductor and the person who makes the system go, who drives the system. These people are going to are going to eventually have nothing else to say once he starts winning in the postseason. Once his elbow doesn't explode. Once he starts stacking trophies. Because after a while, you looked at Tom Brady. Oh wait It was minute. like, oh wait a second. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. Brady a is actually good. Don't try to Because early on with Brady. Man, no, but early in. on. But am I lying? Early on with Brady. He was a he was a cute little six round pick out of Michigan. That was that was a beneficiary of a head coach and a kicker and Ty law. He wasn't that good. Then by the middle of his career is like, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a minute. Like, that's all the second. That's one. what Brock Purdy. That's what Brock Purdy the is second one. It's just going to yeah. take time. I, I do think people will stop being stubborn. Well, the same way they were with Montana and Young and any other quarterback who has benefited From their circumstances and their surroundings, because the NFL history is littered with tragic stories, with cautionary tales of quarterbacks who were drafted into awful surroundings and their careers could never recover. Likewise, the team like Patrick Mahomes underpaid so that he could have a better team around him. It's like why? Why do we? Why do we conveniently disassociate the logic? And, and, and the evidence associated with team building and successful teams and what we call the ultimate team sport in an effort to denigrate Brock Purdy. Why do we do I that? I agree with you. But here's the other thing. Here's the other you question, know, question let, I have hey, for you. I'm hey, last, say, last thing I'm going to say this. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to say this I'm going to shut up. I'm going to drop the mic on this. You think Bro- Brock Purdy was a black quarterback. The way people talk about Brock Purdy, you think he was black. <laughs> I mean, they go out of their way to undermine what the dude is doing. That's all I got to say. Well, That's all I got to say. I can say this. I don't know how... Can he read
1: defenses, though?
0: <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> sneaky. He's sneaky athletic. He's uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I he's, a one read. Position. he's a one-read guy. Maybe he should change He's a one-read guy. He's a one-read <laughs> Take away that first read. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. Listen. Um, but, you know, we should know this about San Francisco. San Francisco. And I don't, I don't understand... And you, you can answer this question for me. Why do people act like San Francisco hasn't always had good systems where people can thrive? Really, San Francisco has done a great job in the last 10 years. And not just Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan. You go back to the days, 10, 11 years, go back to the days of Jim Harbaugh. What a system yeah. he was able to run there and get. he brought back Alex Smith. And then Alex Smith, uh, when that was done, he brought in Colin Kaepernick. Who can forget Kaepernick running roughshod in Green Bay in a playoff game. Great performance there. So uh, they've always had really good systems and innovative head coaches. I have to say, even though Chip Kelly was not great there, Chip Kelly uh, is an innovative head coach. Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan is an innovative head coach. You know the setup's coming, right? Where's the setup coming? setup's coming somewhere. Um, And then... You know, even on defense, they've done a lot of good things, man. They won so many games in the regular season. They've done a wonderful job.
0: Oh my god, what, <laughs> dude? You, y'all, and I'm saying they've y'all, done, Gary they've done a wonderful job. Y'all, your Eagles got one Super Bowl six years ago with a different head coach and a different quarterback, and you riding that out like they got a lobby full of Lombardis, like they do. I'm not saying lobby. I mean, they, they do. Malibu, recently. San Francisco? What, what have you done for me What have you done for me lately? Right? Okay. Yeah. I, do you remember?
1: Do you even remember no, you're
0: right. when San no, Francisco No, you're right. No, you're right. Okay. Because you? yeah, they won. You and then the next
1: day, you went to McDonough 35.
0: You're like, like, they your, won, and then you went your, to high school. You're well done. Your Eagles run. have one more George Hallis trophy in the last five years than the 49ers do. Congratulations. One more conference championship trophy. That'll be settled on the field. Hey, as uh, Marty Schottenheimer
1: said, there's a gleam, man. There's a gleam in that trophy. The Lombardi. Do they know that gleam in San Francisco?
0: Do they know it? You be talking about them like they were the Browns or somebody, or the Lions. Like, yes, they do. How do you uh, keep going after three interceptions? What drives you to keep believe me part of you wants to crawl into a hole somewhere and hide from everybody but um it's just not you can't do that you know you know especially somebody like me i mean i've been in this league a long time and you know you've seen so much happen you just have to keep your eyes on what's next you have to continue to look forward and continue to you know have faith that your teammates are going to you know Get themselves in the right positions for you to get the ball to them. Um, it might not happen, um, and today it just happened to work out for us. Could you have imagined that it would take this path to nine and five, four quarterbacks, injuries, everything else you guys have been up against? Who could have wrote this story? I mean, not even Dr. Seuss. So, and it doesn't get more abstract than what we've gone through. But hell, we're making the most of it, having fun with it, and uh, man, you just got to be blessed, achievement. You know, you're on this roller coaster. He played even better this week. You know, it's a you could give Lamar Lamar Jackson our game ball every single game. You know, he wouldn't take him. You know, he's he he wouldn't know everywhere to put him in his house. You know, <laughs> too many game balls. But that's the way he plays. You know, that's 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 uh, just I, I think I've said it before. I believe he's the best quarterback in the National Football League. I've said it many times before, and uh, and he continues to prove it. He proves me right. Certainly no quarterback more entertaining. Baltimore is the number one seed and best team in the AFC, I believe. Cleveland is the best story in the AFC, and not the, if not the NFL, on a team level to me. And with all due respect to my man D'Amico Ryans, I, I think it's Stefanski. I know you disagree. I, I think Stefanski really? is the first year. Yeah, I know. I mean, Shane Steichen has a case. There's a lot of guys. Talk about MVP, there's a lot of guys got, you know, with all the quarterbacks being used especially, that have a case for Coach of the Year, not just four quarterbacks. Bro, like, Cleveland's lost everybody. Cleveland lost everybody, yeah. and, and, they got, and they winning games with Joe Flacco, man. Like, I, I, Cleveland, to me, that's the best coaching job in the league. I, I might be forgetting yeah. somebody else to shout well, out, but I don't think anybody's Yeah, 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 you're
1: forgetting, you're forgetting D'Amico Ryan. Let me tell you why. I'm no, I said say
0: with all due respect hey, to my man D'Amico Ryan, I, but but this is what the, con, this, I this deserves the context deserves. I'm going to the bottom of the list. Damn that! I don't care about no bed nods. I, 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 I go to sh- the Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> go all the way to the bottom. Note that the bottom of the list is really what you're talking about with the Houston Texans.
1: That that was you want to talk about scorched earth? He got there. Yeah. Uh, imagine what a rookie quarterback. Um, what a rookie imagine, quarterback. but but none of that. He got there. There were acres there, and he said one day. I'm going to put a building over there, and I'm going to have a to tower over bones. there. He had he to cast to visions bones. because he did, because nothing was there. Nothing. There's no, no culture no to speak of. No and he had to build no doubt. it with, no doubt. with, in his first year. He's never done this before. Stefanski, is not
0: a first-year coach. That's fair. He had that, know what? Like, there's nothing around you him. You know what? You know what? Give it to that man. That's Give it to D'Amico. That, hey, you know what? That's the, that's great. Boom. You know, let's see this, this. This is maturity. This is maturity. I ain't got to play into the debate show stereotype and argue with you just to argue. That's you played write, out. You that's played out. When you write, when you that's write, played you write. it? You know what I'm saying? I that's think over for it. me, it's, it's, it's when Deshaun Watson went down after the drama with him and his injury, I got a text from a Cleveland executive that said the Cleveland experience, capital T, capital C, capital E. And Going from Deshaun to PJ Walker to DTR and now Joe Flacco, no Nick Chubb offensive line. Sean decimated. Flacco I mean, it's just off like the couch I, and then it being Cleveland Cleveland is synonymous with the Chargers or the Lions and like perpetual jokes of a franchise. So that's where I'm coming from, but your point about D'Amico Ryan's coming in and turning this thing around overnight with a rookie quarterback, but not yesterday did it with case Keenum on the road, Touche, Touche. You changed my mind in real time. But the AFC North, though, in general, let's just kind of bounce around there real quick. We show sure love to Cleveland. Yeah. We show sure love to Baltimore. Cincinnati feels like Jake Browning's a thing. Well, but, but let me say about Baltimore yeah, real quick, real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, go ahead. John, hey, hey,
1: John Harbaugh, you can't keep saying that same line and have it have, have it be credible. Because what he Which just said one? about Lamar Jackson, he once said about Joe Flacco. Hey, best oh. quarterback in football, <laughs> Joe Flacco. Like, Hey, come on, man, stop. Stop that. Like, you got to mean something. It, I think <laughs> it's a little more legit Yo, for
0: Lamar. Lamar's yeah, been a regular season MVP. Not Super Bowl, but regular season MVP. So he got that going for him. Um, yeah, but, but, Flacco, but Flacco's won the Super Bowl. But I would say the Ravens, the Ravens are
1: the same as San Francisco, no joke. The system is just so tight the system is they do so many things well they're the model and they they do like teachers do to the Ravens what they shouldn't do what you shouldn't do you say to the poor student you say look at the Ravens look how the okay why can't you be more like the Ravens look what they do look how they draft look how they side look how they coach
0: by the way prayers up for Keaton Mitchell Uh, I was talking to a a veteran coach who had an owner ask him why is Pittsburgh always good? Why is Baltimore always good? And the coach said to the owner, they don't change. They do what they do. You know, I've said for years, I don't care about the number of Lombardis. That is the model organization in Baltimore. So, you know, our girl Rita, Rita, Rita jumping on a train I built here on this show when it comes to Baltimore Ravens fandom, okay, just for the record. So, but there's that. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh, though, falling apart. Not enough adults in the locker room. And when you're on a Mike Tomlin team, he treats you like an adult. And if you don't act like it, you got problems. But specifically before we yeah. go to break, I want to ask you about the Casey suspension. Demonte Casey suspended for the rest of the season, three games probably, uh, for his hit on Michael Pittman. I got zero problem with it. Zero. What? what? Unnecessary. What? We're getting this Why? out of the game. Our league, our game. We're getting this out of the game. Yeah. Like, we know too much about Head three trauma games and all. long-term effects. Okay, what's much. wrong with three games? That's too much. Why is it that's too
1: that, much? because like, yeah, that's his li that's his livelihood, man. Okay, that's what, his it like, away Oh, oh it's three his livelihood. Now, checks? Michael no. Pittman.
0: Okay, and, so, and wait, is okay, it, so, so would three games play, be okay? But, hey, listen, this is very hockey-like. You think, would three games be okay if Michael Pittman missed six or more? Because you broke his freaking neck. I don't
1: look at it that way. I look at it, I look at I don't either, but I'm saying
0: why is three games send a message. It, a. Send a message Jackson. to
1: somebody. All right, Kareem Jackson is a diff- uh, Kareem Jackson has gotten himself into a little cycle he can't get out of. It's one of those things. If somebody, if you take the name away from it, it, it Kareem Jackson is now. And, and not to make him sound like a victim, but I guess I'm making him sound like a victim. It. No matter what he does, people are going to look at him as if he's done something with ill intent. He's done something wrong because of his history, his sure, reputation. It's but there,
0: reputation, are safeties, yeah. there are other
1: safeties. There are other safeties out there who will do the same, who will have the same hit and won't be suspended. And I think in this case, three games, Mike, hey, for somebody who doesn't out, have that kind of It's hard history. out here
0: for a defensive player. It's hard out here for a defensive player. I don't sympathize with them, but too many of them are reckless. That and a hip drop tackle. Get this reckless stuff out of the game. Raising an in-season tournament championship banner feels beneath the Lakers that feels more Clipper-like like something that co-tenants would do like this is this is getting out of control this tournament hype why are they doing this why would they do this I don't why what, been that what, that are, the they, are they that long are they thirsty
1: are they joking why would you what is it what is the
0: in season tournament they, what is that thing I don't know if they are joking but that's damn sure a joke
1: does that matter that matters to the Lakers that's, that's incredible fabric
0: Wasting fabric. (laughs)